0: Slava Jesus Christus, Slava Navika, glory be to Jesus Christ, glory be forever. Father Basil again. And I'm reading again from this catechesis called Love is Our Mission, the Family Fully Alive, from the catechesis for the World Meeting of Families in Philadelphia in 2015. And this part of this section is called The Mission of Love. God works through us. We have a mission. We are in the world for a purpose, to receive God's love ourselves and to show God's love to others. God seeks to heal a broken universe. He asks us to be his witnesses and helpers in that work. Scripture gives content and shape to the meaning of love. With men and women created in the image of God, history begins. In history, God calls and forms a people. He makes a covenant with us, first through Israel and then through Christ and the Church. In this relationship, God teaches us to love as he loves. In other words, having been created for communion, we learn that love is our mission. The gift of our existence precedes and shapes what we do and how we live. In short, God's way of loving becomes the measure of human love. To live this way requires humility. It requires us to confer conform our hearts to God and see the world through his eyes. God's way is a better way, but not always the easier way. The Bible bursts with imagery of God's love. God is a father welcoming home his prodigal son and hosting a feast. God is a shepherd searching for his lost sheep. God is a mother who comforts her children. God is a friend who lays down his life for others and who weeps when his friends suffer. God is a teacher leading us to love and serve one another as neighbors. God is a gardener tending us until we hear good fruit, bear good fruit. God is a king inviting us to his son's wedding banquet. God hears a blind man's cry and stops to ask, what do you want me to do for you? God is welcoming, filled with compassion for his people when they are hungry, offering them food and offering himself. So this is an introduction to this chapter, and I'm going to continue reading. The next uh, part is called Marriage is an Essential Biblical Image for God's Love. All these images and many others help us see the depths of God's love. They highlight the kind of love we are called to witness in our own lives. But as Pope Benedict observed, One key image gives us a context for all the others. God loves his people. Indeed, biblical revelation is above all an expression of the love story, the story of God's covenant with humankind. This is why the story of the union of life and love between a man and a woman in the covenant of marriage was used by God as a symbol of salvation history. Marriage imagery is central in describing God's covenant with love with Israel, and later his covenant with the Church. As Paul Benedict taught, marriage based on exclusive and definitive love becomes the icon of the relationship between God and his people, and vice versa. God's covenant is a central theme of Scripture, and marriage is the Bible's privileged metaphor for describing God's relationship with humanity. Along these lines, when he was still Archbishop of Munich, Pope Benedict explained, we can say that God created the universe in order to enter into a history of love with humankind. He created it so that love could exist. Behind this lie words of Israel that lead directly to the New Testament. God created the universe in order to be able to become a human being and pour out his love upon us and to invite us to love him in return. The marital imagery begins in the Old Testament. Here, we learn that God loves us intimately, with tenderness and longing. The prophets, particularly Hosea and Ezekiel, describe God's passion for his people using boldly erotic images. In Hosea, God promised to allure Israel, speaking tenderly to her, until she will respond in the days of her youth and call me my husband. In Ezekiel, God speaks to Israel in sensuous imagery. I spread the edge of my cloak over you and covered your nakedness. I pledged myself to you and entered into a covenant with you, says the Lord God, and you became mine. Then I bathed you with water and anointed you with oil. You grew exceptionally beautiful, fit to be a queen. We find similar language in Isaiah, Jeremiah, and the Psalms. The song of songs has also, has also sparked centuries of sermons using marriage to explain the intensity of God's love for his people. So we'll stop there today, but I think that's a good, um, good start. The mission of love is found in marriage. Okay. So what does it mean to mission of love? To love one another. This like, Uh, Christ loves the church as the spouses love one another in marriage. God bless.